Good morning, friend, or afternoon, or whatever day it is. I hope so far it's been a sweet one. I'm having a nice time being alive this weekend, in part because the poems I have to share with you today are the kind of poems that call me to attention and hold so much living up to light and not that many words. They're the kind of poems I especially love to read because they're the kind I want to learn to write. Whether offered in fragments or paratactical tangents or as a story about dead saints and radium or a walk with a friend through a field, they insist on the existence of beauty, however uncertain everything else. I hope you like them. Elegance by Linda Gregg All that is uncared for, left alone in the stillness and that pure silence married to the stillness of nature. A door off its hinges Shade and shadows in an empty room, leaks for light, raw where the tin roof rusted through, the rustle of weeds in their different kinds of air in the mornings, year after year, a pecan tree, and the house made out of mud bricks, accurate and unexpected beauty, rattling and singing if not to the sun, then to nothing and to no one. Untitled by Molly Brodak I am a good man. The amount of fear I am okay with is insane. I love many people who don't love me. I don't actually know if that is true. This is love. It is a mass of ice melting. I can't hold it, and I have nowhere to put it down. The moment I saw a pelican devour by Paige Lewis. A seagull, wings swallowing wings. I learn that a miracle is anything that God forgot to forbid. So when you tell me that saints are splintered into bone bits smaller than the freckles on your wrist, and that each speck is sold to the rich, I know to marvel at this and not the fact that these same saints are still wholly intact and fresh-faced in their plexiglass tomb displays. We holy our own fragments when we can. Trepanation patients wear their skull spirals as amulets. Mothers frame the dried foreskin of their firstborn, and I've seen you swirl my name on your tongue like a thirst pebble. Still, I try to hold onto nothing for fear of being crushed by what can be taken, because sometimes not even our mouths belong to us. Listen. In the early 1920s, 
Women were paid to paint radium onto watch dials so that men wouldn't have to ask the time in dark alleys. They were told it was safe, told to lick their brushes into sharp points. These women painted their nails, their faces, and judged whose skin shined brightest. They coated their teeth so their boyfriends could see their bites with the lights turned down. The miracle here is not that these women swallowed light. It's that when their skin dissolved and their jaws fell off, the Radium Corporation claimed they all died from syphilis. It's that you're telling me about the dull slivers of dead saints while these women are glowing beneath our feet. What it looks like to us in the words we use by Ada Limon. All these great barns out here in the outskirts, black creosote boards knee deep in the bluegrass. They look so beautifully abandoned, even in use. You say they look like arcs after the seas dried up. I say they look like pirate ships. And I think of that walk in the valley where Jay said, you don't believe in God. And I said, no. I believe in this connection we all have to nature, to each other, to the universe. And she said, yeah, God. And how we stood there, low beasts among the white oaks, Spanish moss and spider webs. Obsidian shards stuck in our pockets, woodpecker flurry, and I refused to call it so. So instead we looked up at the unruly sky, its clouds and simple animal shapes we could name, though we knew they were really just clouds, disorderly and marvelous, and ours. 